This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. It says, when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, Psalm 126 from verse 1, we are like them that dreamed, then our mouth filled with laughter, and our tongue with singing. Then said here among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us when we are glad. He said, turn around our captivity again like the streams in the south. When a turnaround comes, a testimony of turnaround that is incontestable, a testimony of turnaround that cannot be denied, undeniable testimony, these things will happen. It will seem as if you are dreaming. Your mouth will be filled with laughter. Your tongue will be filled with singing. Not only that, by the reason of what God has done in your life, people will see it and say, I can testify. There will be evidences. There will be proofs. I pray in the precious name of Jesus from this time, henceforth, you will never lack proofs of God's testimony. Maybe you don't understand that prayer point. You will never lack proofs in the precious name of Jesus. Proofs. Not only that, there are proofs that could not be doubted. Why? Because you yourself will confirm them. The Lord has turned around our captivity. Can I say? Therefore, we are glad. When we are glad, I pray in the precious name of Jesus that God will visit you with these four things. Then he goes again. And then he speaks on one very powerful scripture. The key. It says, those that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth bearing precious seeds goeth forth and weepeth because it's not convenient. Bearing precious seed shall doubtless come back again with rejoicing bringing in the sheaves, the testimonies with him, the harvest. Your life will never be devoid of the harvest in Jesus' mighty name. The harvest of this turnaround testimonies in Jesus' mighty name. The place of sowing, the place of sacrifice is very important. This is the key. God, what must I do to move the hands of God? What must I do to move God forcefully what must I do how can I hold him tight what must I do to forcefully bring about my turn around says he that sows in tears shall reap in joy now that is sacrificial Bible talks about he that ministers seed to the sower also minister bread to the eater so the bread and the seed, they are of the same material. Same material. The corn and the wheat, the seed, the wheat, the corn of wheat, and also the bread made from wheat, the same thing. They are not different. But instead of you eating your bread, say, sow it. That was why it was so painful he that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed to sow. 
shall doubtless come back again with rejoicing, bringing him the bringing in the harvest with him. There is a place for bread, and there is a place for seed. The same thing. You sow your seed even when it's not convenient. You don't eat your seed. You eat your bread. And God is so magnanimous because our God is a faithful God and God wants you always to succeed. Everything that you ever need, everything that pertains unto life and godliness has been given unto you, has been given unto us. So, do you know what God does? In the principle of sacrifice, see what God does here. Number one, God gives you the seed. He also gives you the bread. They look alike. Many people have eaten their seeds in the place of their bread. It is God. It is part of his grace so that you can sow. Because God cannot do for you what you ought to do for yourself. So sometimes what comes into your hands is God's grace. Is by God's grace in such a way that God will give you a seed so you can sow. Isn't God wonderful? He who ministered seed to the sower also ministers bread to the eater. And he increases the fruit of your righteousness. What is that fruit of your... It increases the testimonies coming out of your life. So sometimes it's not convenient. Not convenient. Because you are supposed to eat it. God says, no, this is for seed. Sow it. That is sacrifice. The power of sacrifice is an incredible power. The power of sacrifice is an enormous power that can bring forcefully, bring about your turnaround. And I pray in the precious name of Jesus that God will help you so you can differentiate the two. It's incredible. Why? The place of sacrifice is the place of productivity. The place of sacrifice is the place of increase. The place of sacrifice is the place of enlargement. The place of sacrifice is the place of plenty. Oh, see what happened to Abraham. By faith, the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, Abraham, when he was called, you know, to give up his son, the Bible says by faith, Abraham offered up his son, and he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, in whom it was said, in Isaac shall thy seed be named, accounting that God was able to raise him up from the dead, in which he also received him in a figure. What does that mean? It means Abraham took Isaac as a seed and gave him up. He gave him up as a seed. He sacrificed him not as a bread. It's not convenient. But he gave him up as a seed in the heart of God. And that transaction, the transaction was already completed because it seems as if God has received him because Abraham had given him up even from his heart. He placed him there, brought out the knife to slaughter him. And then God says, stop it! 
don't touch the lad. Don't. And then he turned and then he saw a ram trapped in a thicket by the horns. And God says, go, you can use that. And then God did something. God did something. Bible says that God swore. Can you imagine a creator swearing for the created? That is the power of sacrifice. That to move a creator to swear. Say, Abraham, I swear. Ah! Anytime I think about it, it shook, shocks. I mean, it's a, it's a chill that goes, you know, I, mean, I, I just feel somehow. Anytime I think about it, that God Almighty, who is spirit, immortal, invisible God, the God of all creation, can swear because of a man when he saw the, oh my God, that is the power of sacrifice. The Bible said that God, looking around, because when people want to swear, they swear by a higher authority. He said, he looked around, looked around. There was nobody that he could swear by. He told Abraham, there's nobody I could swear by. I'm God. I swear by myself. Do you know what a swearing is or to swear? You can tie me with this oath. You can cross my heart. I die for it. I'm eternally implicated irreversibly in this issue. He said to him, you can put it on the screen if you can. He said, in blessing, I will bless thee. In multiplication, I will multiply thee. Not only that, it says, ah, my God, that's the power of sacrifice. Do you know the Bible says that there are two things that God cannot lie under two immutable things, two ageless, unchangeable things. It was impossible for God to lie. Some of us, we need to get into that place where we implicate God at that level that you know that God can never lie. He can never lie by the power of his promise. Everything he says shall come to pass. Not only that, he now added an oath. He swore. That is the kind of power that sacrifice commands. He said, I will apply thy seeds. He said, thy seed shall possess the gates of thy enemies. And through your seed, I will bless the entire earth. That is God. The power of sacrifice that made Abraham to secure even the future of his children. Did you hear that? Listen. No nation under the earth can defeat Israel. As small as they look like. As small, little as they are. One time, the Yom Kippur war, about four nations from every side. It was impossible. Even the people who were fighting against them later on confessed. As if, they said as if there were some supernatural beings fighting for Israel. Meanwhile, they were fasting. They were fasting. And they were caught off guard. It came. It was like just bam. They just jumped on them. 
From every side. At first, they started making waves. Then the covenant started to speak. God remembered, hey, if God swears, God can never. Listen, if God has sworn concerning your children, it doesn't matter what you see. It does not matter how long it takes. God Almighty will bring it to come to pass. So it started to push back. Syria this way, Egypt this way. All, all sides. They pushed back. They, listen, it was an incursion. The Gaza Strip that you see today, they occupied territory. You know, when they started pushing them back and they started to fight, you know what they did? They entered into the territory of the enemy. So they occupied it. Every time you heard about, I mean, on CNN and all that, about the occupied territory, that was the territory that they gained after that fight. You will gain much more that has been stolen away from you. I can't hear somebody say a very big amen. So you see what God did. Even today, Israel is not a small fry. When it comes to innovation, they sit among the top ten. When it comes to science and discovery, number one. They rank them the fifth most innovative by Bloomberg, the innovative index. For a country less than 10 million, the GDP per capita is 42.8. That is amazing. Higher than that of UK, which is just 42.384. When it comes to health, they rank third. Their system it's tight, watertight. When people are suffering from the global meltdown, it didn't shake them. It is impossible that they will ever be poor. It is impossible. It's impossible. Listen, if, only, if it's only just for religious tourism, they have nothing. Just only religious, because of Jesus, because of the seed, the seed, because of Jesus alone. Do you know how many people go to Israel? from countries in South America, Africa, Europe. They schedule all the meetings all through the year. Some people went to Egypt. They bought me water from Jordan, sand from this. Everything is sellable. Everything is blessed. Mustard seed. They packet mustard seed. How much did you buy all this mustard seed? This thing? Dollars are flowing. It's impossible that it can be weak. It's impossible. They can never be poor. All because one man, Abraham, knew the power of sacrifice. There is a question that the Lord asked me. I didn't hear it from anywhere. God was the one that asked me this. And God used, I've shared my testimony before with you. Listen to the question here. When God asked me this question, it was the same question that Isaac asked his father, Genesis 22 from verse 7. Genesis 22 from verse 7. They asked him one question. Oh my God. Listen. Do you know something? Do you know that it was upon that mountain that the word Jehovah Jireh came? The Lord, my provider. The all-sufficient one. 
The mountain of sacrifice is the mountain of sufficiency. Don't be deceived. It might be painful. That is the price. But it's powerful. The mountain of sacrifice is the mountain of provision. The mountain of sacrifice is the mountain of plenteous. The mountain of sacrifice is the mountain of multiplication. The mountain of sacrifice is Jehovah Jireh. Why didn't God reveal himself as Jehovah, the all-sufficient one, or the great provider? When Abraham had offered nothing, it was the sacrifice that propelled that aspect of God to come out. Because God, at every point in time, he was always God. Nothing could change him. But Abraham had now to experience him in that dimension. Some of us, we just know God. God is all-sufficient one. We praise him. But it has not yet become a reality in your life. That day, it became a reality in his life. Because of the power of sacrifice. Brought about a turnaround that secured his future. God cannot lie. Now, while they were on the way to the mountain, two days God gave to him. Probably for him to change his mind. Mount Moriah. Something happened. Isaac, he didn't tell Isaac that he was lamb. He took his servants. And then they got to a place and say, Isaac... Hold the fire, hold the, the wood. Let's move. Genesis 22 from verse 7. Genesis 22 from verse 7. See what it says here. And as they were going, Abraham just left everybody and said, it is me and you. When it comes to sacrificial giving, it is you and God. That's not when you involve other people. It's a personal thing. See what it says here. And as they were going, Isaac asked this question. He said, and Isaac spake unto Abraham, his father. said, my father. He said, yes, I'm here, my son. And he said, behold the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for a burnt offering? He says, see, there is wood, there is fire. But where is the lamb? God is asking someone to this question. Because that might be the missing thing in your life. The fire represents the Holy Spirit. Fire of prayer, fire of the Holy Spirit and all that. Spiritual dimensions of fire. The wood speaks about the word. Isaiah chapter 11 from verse 1. And also Luke 23 from verse 31. The wood speaks about the word. Many of us, we have the word, we have the fire, but you have not experienced your turn around by force because you have no sacrifice. Your prayer is hot. You are warded, but no sacrifice. And God is asking someone here, someone watching me, thank God for your good Christian life. Thank God for the fire of God working in your life. Thank God for the word. But where is the sacrifice? Where is it? Sacrifice will break the power of penury over your life. Sacrifice will break the power of insufficiency over your life. Sacrifice will break the power of lack over your life. 
Sacrifice will damage austerity completely over your life. Sacrifice, hallelujah, will bring about the needed turnaround. If you've tried to fast, it has not worked. Try praying, it has not worked. Confess the word and declare it has not worked. At the measure that you are looking for, why don't you add your sacrifice? It will always work. Fire! The wood! But where is the sacrifice? When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we're like them that dreamed. Then our heart, our mouth, filled with laughter, and our tongue with singing. Then said they are among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us when we are glad. Turn around our captivity again like the streams in the south. But that is not the end of the story. Those that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come back again with rejoicing, bringing in the shields with him. Pentecostal Christians, please listen very carefully. We must begin to convert our faith, our belief to responsibility. Any faith, any belief that holds God completely responsible for the outcome of your life is an irresponsible faith. For faith without works is dead. You must engage God at that level. And this morning, and this season, please, this season, don't, don't miss the word this season. I beg you. What you hear, second service, third service might be different. Just get, get, just connect and just get the word so you can have a big picture. Because God must turn your situation around. I would like us to pray. And I would like you, if God has spoken to you, and there is something in your heart that God is instructing you, I do not know what it is. As you are hearing the word of God, God is speaking to you. Wherever you are, I want to pray with you. Simple prayer of faith. And I pray in the precious name of Jesus, as you take that step, you will see the hand of God bountifully. God cannot lie. Let's bow down our heads. Wherever you are, I want to say, God, I want to take this step. I do not know what it is. I do not know what the dimension is. Just lift up your hands. I want to pray with you. Thank you. Thank you, my sister. Thank you. Just lift up your hands. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, my sister. Thank you. Just lift up your hands. You don't need to stand. Sit down. Just lift up your hands. I want to pray with you. Thank you. Many people, thank you. Thank you because your life must change. Thank you. Thank you, my sister. Thank you. It is God that is teaching you. It is God. Is, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Yes, more hands. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. He's the one who instructs you. He's the one that tutors you how to make profit. This is how he tutors you. This is, thank you, my sister. Thank you, my brother. God bless you. Thank you, more people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for responding to the word of God. This is not the word of Pastor T. This is the word of God. Thank you. God bless you in the precious name of Jesus. So now I will pray with you while still seated. 
And Lord, I thank you and I bless you, God, for these ones. And I ask you, please, Lord, let there be a testimony. Faith without works is dead. Abraham was not justified by faith alone, but by his works through faith. I ask you, O oh God, in the precious name of Jesus Christ, let this word come to pass in their lives and bring about the needed turnaround. Lord, I pray for these ones, O oh God, that they will never eat their seeds. You have been so grateful to give seed to the sower. Lord, we will not be irresponsible even to eat the seed, even when it's not convenient. And I pray for everyone here who is converting his bread to seed. God Almighty, I ask you, let there be a testimony in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, King of Glory. I appreciate your God for all things. And I bless you for the simplicity of your word. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website www.rccgthroneroom.org You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.